planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to the Ever Black Podcast. On this episode, we are joined by Andy LaPlegoa from Combi Christ, who are about to drop their new album, One Fire, on June 7. Now, everyone who knows me knows I'm a massive Combi fan, so uh, getting the chance to talk to Andy was definitely a highlight for me. Uh, I found him to be really honest and, and happy to talk about, of course, you know, the new album, the evolution of Combi Christ, his relationship with his mate Joe Letts, uh, his views on controversy surrounding, you know, misunderstandings of lyrics, and uh, he also drops some news about a possible Australian tour, which uh, I'm super pumped for, as uh, I've seen them three times, and each time, like, they are my favourite live band on the planet. I don't think anything touches them. They are just uh, brutal, brutal live, and uh, it doesn't have to be death metal to be brutal. They're just a total on a totally different level, and uh, I love it. So if you like things heavy, make sure you check out the new album One Fire on June 7. Pre-orders are up now, and you can preview the singles. They've just released uh, the new video for the track, Understand, and uh, that's, that's pretty awesome too. All right, before we go into the interview with Andy, we have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Everblack Media, They've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking them out. www.blacklightad.com.au This show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au also want to give a shout-out to our buddies at Lumberpunks Axe Rain Club, who now have two venues in Queensland, one in Miami on the Gold Coast and the other in West End in Brisbane. Lumberpunks Axe Rain Club is the perfect destination for uh, date nights, bucks nights, birthday parties, or just uh, hanging out with your mates. All sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of a safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Now, you'll receive 10% off your session when quoting Everblack in your booking notes. Terms and conditions apply. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Everblack podcast through iTunes and Spreaker. Uh, check us out on the social medias as well. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, uh, the website, www.everblackmedia.com. All right, here is my interview with Andy from Combi Christ. One Fire is out June 7. Go pre-order it now. It's out through Out of Line Music. Horns high. Andy, it's great to finally talk to you on the show, man. I'm actually a really big Combi Cross fan, so it actually means a lot that you're taking the time to hang out with us today. Oh, uh, no problem, man. So are you... I can't never remember if you're ahead of me or after me. I can't really remember. I, I, all I know is that I lose one day going either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, <laughs> you're behind, man. I'm, I'm a future future traveler. It's yeah, exactly. 6 a.m. on Thursday. So I'm talking into the future. Yes. All right. Well, I'll call you for lottery numbers next time. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to play that game myself right now. 
Oh, dude. Oh, man. Well, uh, of course, the new Combi Christ album, One Fire, comes out in June, but we've had a taste of it with the single Hate Like Me, which is just a banger of a track, man. Lyrically, it seems to be about someone who's maybe sold out on themselves or uh, gone soft, yeah, if you'd I, say. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's funny because it's, um, Oh, I got, you know, I got a lot of shit for it too because it's, you know, like these days and age, you say hate is such a, such a bad word now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, it's like, um, but it's the song is really, it's just really simple. It's just, uh, it's just a young, like if you saw the cover, it's just like these young punk rockers in the street mm. fighting cops and whatever, and and that used to be me, you know. So it's kind of just like young me singing about myself really you know like you know i sat on the couch one day and i was just kind of chilling you know like al bundy style hand in your hand <laughs> popcorn and beer and and watching tv and so comfortable and it i just like man if that punk kid would have seen me right now he would have kicked my ass you know so <laughs> so it's it, that was kind of the initial idea for it i mean and then, you know, and kind of developed while I was writing, I guess, that it became not so black and white, but but still, that's where it started. And uh, but I mean, in general, though, you've never you've never held back lyrically, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, you don't that seem to censor yourself ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, beautiful. why should I, man? You know, like, you know, you think you know, people people will. um We'll make up shit anyway, you know, like mm. about you as a as a person or whatnot. And and I grew up as a horror movie fan, you know. I grew up listening to bands like Alice Cooper and stuff like that as a kid, and kind of and then getting into punk in the early eighties, and and it was like everything that I ever listened to had so much expression behind it. Either it was storytelling, like horror rock stuff, and or when you watch horror movies, I mean, nothing, none of this shit is real. So when when I kind of went in to do music, I kind of tried to leave political things aside, but mm. you know, have personal opinions kind of shine through a little bit. Just you know, social, you know, documentary, <laughs> if you put it that way, or you know, like a social, you know, a bystander, you know, like kind of see what's you know, documenting and see what's going on in the world, but without trying to be political about it. And then um, I just been telling stories, man. And it's like, if I always thought if people can do it in movies, I can do it too. Absolutely, man. But uh, is there on the album, do you think there's um, a few tracks that might ruffle a few feathers, feathers, piss people off? No, I don't think so. No, not really, man. Like, I think, uh, I think this, this album is kind of tame on on the pro you know provoking mm. side of things like i and honestly the, the last few albums in general i haven't really gone that far uh, at least not i, I don't want to say that i've gone so far to to provoke people but on purpose at least you know um, yeah it's kind of been more personal a little bit um a little bit i know i don't know what to say really it's a kind of took a little different direction and kind of wrote a little bit more from um from my heart rather than uh stories you know i kind of felt that 
when Making Monsters came out. Like that's that's my favorite combi album. That that's a very significant album for me. And I kind of feel like there's stuff on there that maybe is pretty personal. And from then on, you've maybe thrown that angle in. Is that correct? Yeah. It, it, I mean, like in in general, it's only like the first the first two. Well, I don't I don't count the first album. I don't count uh, Joe of Guns because it doesn't really have much lyrics. But it's only like everybody hates you and uh, what the fuck is wrong with you people that really had you know that horror movie character yeah. uh, you know and that's you know i'm still get shit get shit for those two albums but i mean every other album since i feel has been way more of a personal journey really i mean there's been things where i've been direct response to people accusing me of things so you know when when i had a bunch of people saying that i you know woman hater and all of those kind of stuff you know, with those kind of things. And, of course, you have mm. to respond with something and provoke them a little bit. But, you know, that's just how it goes. That's um, right, man. I mean, people always <laughs> talk shit about stuff they don't understand. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's like Cannibal Corpse have been getting shit for years. <laughs> you know? Slayer. Yeah, and, it's, and, you know, it's like uh, I was – I don't know how many times I've heard I'm, a, like, a racist woman hater or whatever, and especially yeah. because of the uh, Throw Full of Glass video, where, when it's, in fact, there's an uh, African-American female that produced yeah. the video. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just like, but you, it's like in one way, when you, when you say that, you, they push you even, even further into a corner and go like, oh, yeah, it's like saying I have a black friend. You know, but it's not like that at all. Like, no, no. Everybody's equal in my eyes and equally shitty and equally good. So, you know, it's just kind of, I kind of have to ignore what people are saying, just keep doing my thing. I know better than anyone else who I am and what I stand for, you know? Absolutely. Well, uh, of course, with the new album, it's, well, actually, the last few, few albums, I was going to say, seems a little bit more guitar driven than, uh, than, you know, when you first began and uh you know you've still kept the core sound of combi christ but uh mm-hmm. does, do you think the new album pushes those boundaries a bit more where, where what can we expect i i kind of assume that everybody have heard the album right because I, <laughs> it's, it's done so it's like i know how it sounds so i, I keep forgetting that people haven't heard it mm. um, <laughs> i'm fine uh, <laughs> so um yeah no i feel like i don't i I don't ever want to say that i felt like i went too far on the on the on the previous album but uh it was it was kind of a journey that i had to take you know like i was always pushing the envelope i was always pushing my sound to and just to, to develop it and i feel like i feel like this album kind of wraps everything up in one way i feel like the last album or the previous album I felt the previous album was like uh, as far as I wanted to go when it for pushing the rock sound, mm-hmm. and then I felt like I on this album I kind of went back and I I took all my favorite parts from every single album I've done and I kind of put it together and wrapped it up like it's a lot more electronic. There's really not a whole lot of guitars in this album at all, to be honest. Uh, I hate like me and uh, Broken United the only like two songs that comes to mind that are actually more of a rock songs to me, you know, um, the rest of the album is a lot more electronic and, um, I don't know, but with, with still having, you know, 
the feel of all the stuff I've done over the last few albums. Um, oh man, I, I can't wait to hear this thing. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> if it's anything like the single man, it's going to be unreal. But, uh, <laughs> The you know of course you you seem like you're someone that's always constantly evolving as a musician and, and as a songwriter you know it's evident throughout your whole career but do you have a routine that you stick to you know I, I you know like they say that Prince used to get up in the morning and he'd write a song a day you know sit at the piano just do it. do you have a routine like that to, to no, push yourself no my my routine is for for music is try to stay away from music. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's like um, it's it's kind of like try to stay away from listening to music that I might want to make because it mm. keeps me keep try, it keeps me objective because like there's nothing is nothing is uh, truly unique or original, you know. It's kind of like everything you do in life or with music it's like it's taken from something that you heard or uh it's anybody might you might combine it in a new way but it's all done been done before so the the less that i hear on a daily basis the more i have to be creative to write and it's it's hard this way man because it's like mm. if you're completely out of the loop of what's what's going on in the world with music it's like you kind of have to like invent your inspirations, you know what I mean? So, and that's how it always kind of goes in different directions. Like, I try to listen to strictly, strictly to music that I would never release myself. What, like, uh, what, give us an example. Well, I mean, I'm, well, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't release myself, but I wouldn't do it with Comic Crest, at least. Like, I listen to a lot of, you know, acoustic music, and, mm. like, I listen to, you know, uh, like, all jazz, and um classical music and stuff like that like stuff like that might impact me on an emotional level or something but not really musically oh shit that's that's really interesting to hear man considering how aggressive comedy cross can be that's uh hey, yeah it's really interesting. somewhere yeah man absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh, do you have a vault though do you have like a, a hard drive where you've just got songs and songs and songs that you've worked on over the years that maybe see the light of day one day i do and most of the stuff that is not released is stuff that i've written that is more like the stuff that i listen mm. to you know like I, I do i do write a lot of other types of music that i never release, but it's just kind of like my own way to to channel it to get it get it out of my system so and then you know it ends up somewhere um i have sometimes i've accidentally deleted stuff and i uh. try to find it and and then you know i'll find like the first demo version of it then you know what i mean so so i'm trying my best to kind of to organize it and and, and save it somewhere but it might it might end up being released one day who knows but for now it's kind of on uh, like you say in the vault ah uh, well hopefully we get here one day what about um you mentioned acoustic stuff. I mean, would you are you looking at doing like a and you've touched upon it before, you know? But is it something you do yeah. like a recorder an album? Uh, I mean, I have I have a I have done a couple of albums that well not released, but I have recorded a couple of albums that is still in the vault. <laughs> and now I'm going to start using that word since that's what you said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
so there's there's still a bunch of unreleased stuff like that. Um, I mean, like Evil and Me, um, mm. but like kind of that direction. It's uh, but like uh, I I kind of have a, a band name for it, but that everything that kind of direction will go under a certain name, but in a in a studio, but. Um, I have no idea if I would ever release it or when that would be or if I would re-record it or just record it as it is. I don't know. Well, I'd like that's that's something I'd definitely love to hear more of from you as well. So if you do, you know, well, release if it, I, I'll if be, I I'll find, um, yeah, <laughs> if I find some extra spare time to go through it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic word in it. Time, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh. Of course, man, I have seen you every time you've toured down here in Australia, and I still think that, hands down, no shit, I honestly think that Combi Christ is the best live band on the planet. And I'll fight people over that. I don't give a shit. I think you guys are just <laughs> incredible. Um, it, it Because mainly for me, it taught me, watching you guys years ago, a lot about performance um, and stage presence and engaging the crowd. That's something that that helped me evolve as a as a front man myself where did that come from from you the first show i ever went to was i was a sh- i actually played the first concert that i ever went to um <laughs> that's wow. how long i've been doing music um i uh, i um i don't know like i just i just always i wanted to push i always just wanted to push myself you know when i was a kid it was like you had to stand out you had to it was like we're in a punk rock scene and, you know, mm. and in a hardcore scene to stand out and, and to be a standout and be respected as a new band, a new artist, especially since we were so young. We just had to go up there and just kill every other band. That's just how, that was the only option. There was no other option. He's like, you see somebody, somebody doing really well. You just had to go and do better. <laughs> you know yeah. and it was always about just pushing yourself and it was like if you walk off stage and you don't feel like you're dying you didn't do your job that's always how I looked at it it's like if I walk off stage and I can talk to somebody immediately I have not done my job well you definitely did your job because I saw you I think it was the first time and you came off stage and I, I came up and said hello and you couldn't talk you just hey <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay well, you- he definitely uh, <laughs> did his job. So, <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, it's it's you know you just kind of have to um, push yourself and just do what you do best, and then just do it even a little better. And uh, I think that's always been my mentality. And and everybody ever played with me, you know, in my band, that's all I ever expected. It's like new band members. I go, I don't expect you to do nothing but your best. Mm. And if that's not good enough, then uh, I have to get another band member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, of course, uh, talking about band members, man. I, um, you know, last year I, I I spoke to Joe when he was down here, and um, I I know he left the band recently on good terms by the sounds of things. How how do you feel about moving on without him behind you? I'm fe- I feel actually it's i don't want to be mean you know i don't want it to sound mean either but it's it's actually really refreshing um because we're like siblings you know we're we've yeah. been in the band for such a long time and uh i mean we also fight like siblings and uh, um it's just with new people 
around me, it's it's kind of refreshing in a way that, like, I think about things a little differently. You know, over the years, I kind of let Joe do what Joe does, uh, not taking so much charge of his part of the band or performance or something. I kind of let him do, you know, his own little Joe Let's show. So um, now I'm kind of, you know, back in the in the director's chair in one way when it comes to to the live shows too. So I kind of looking at things a little differently. I feel it's a little bit more pressure on me, but at the same time, that pressure is good. It um, motivates me, um, it's like a little new new spark. And you know, and Joe never recorded with me. He was only playing with me live. So in the studio, it really didn't change at all. There seems to be there's still a lot of love there though between you guys as brothers. You know, <laughs> yeah, from no, what I can and, see. And the, yeah, and, and the thing is, the thing is, like we talk, we probably talk more now than we when we did uh, when he was still in the band, uh, just because we were you're taking everything for granted or friendship mm. and everything. Uh, and now that he's not in the band, we're actually we talk about shit that matters, you know, not bickering about stupid band details and. <laughs> We actually talk about stuff that is important, you know. That's that's awesome. And you plan on coming back to Australia? Is that is that on the cards? I'm not 100 percent sure if I should be saying this, but uh, I am pretty sure we are coming in the fall. <laughs> ah, excellent. That's your fall, or no? Wait, we're on our fall now. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, so so like September, October. No, it's it's just well, there's us from here, and then uh, we're we're going out with uh, with Dark Cell. Ah, yes, yeah, Jesse and the boys, yeah, and Matt. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, I know those yeah. guys. So <laughs> yeah, we have um, yeah, we have some history, and uh, they're good dudes, and um, we, like we talked about it so many times. Finally, you know, we're kind of yeah getting this together, so. We are, uh, yeah, so it will be four shows, I think. Yeah, awesome, yeah. man. I'll be, I'll be at the Brisbane one for sure. But, uh, dude, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, hang out on the show, and it really means a lot that you did. All the best with the new album, and hopefully soon we'll see you guys down here. Perfect, man. Sounds good to me. I uh, can't wait to come back. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 